This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. I want to talk today about freedom of speech. (laughs) I started this podcast because I imagined that I wanted to have a place where I could freely talk about the things that I really wanted to talk about. And while by and large I've done that, I also realized that I'm kind of measured and I've been conditioned to be measured. And recently I had to confront, I had to be confronted with this notion of like, what is freedom of speech? What is it really? Do we, do we really have freedom and autonomy to say whatever we want um, in spaces that we don't own and in spaces that we do own? And should we? So there's a law that you can't yell fire in a crowded theater, right? That's on the books. And why is that? Because yelling fire when there isn't one in a crowded theater unleashes panic and people could get hurt, trampled, killed. Uh, and it is right for that to be a law, right? I mean, we shouldn't just be able to say things that aren't true and cause harm or hurt to people. Is that correct? I think so. Um, I also think about there's a speed limit, right? Um, And on the highway, some places is 65 miles an hour, some places is 70. But very many of us have driven 80, 85, 90. Now, if you drive 90 miles consistently, here's the truth. Um, You could get away with it. I've gotten away with it. I don't do it frequently anymore. When I was in my 20s, I used to do it a lot. But you know what? There were consequences. I also got a lot of tickets. I had more points on my license to the point that I had to pay a surcharge because I like to speed beyond the speed limit. And I would be mad all the time. And I would, of course, say I was just pulled over for being black. But the truth of the matter is I was pulled over because I was speeding against the, the law. It was against the law. Right. And I got a ticket. And that was my consequence. Thank God it wasn't worse, because the truth is driving 90 miles an hour frequently can also lead to an accident. You can kill yourself or others. There's a reason why there's a speed limit. There's a reason why you're limited and you just can't drive as fast as you want. And I think in life, there should also be limits um, and not to the point where you don't say the things that need to be said, but what I'm always measuring for myself and, and you know, being on Sirius XM, of course, there are certain laws and rules in place about things you can and cannot say. And people who cross those laws or, or break those rules end up without a job there. And rightfully so, because you cannot allow for yourself as a big corporation to be in a position of liability, to have people sue you for things that people on your airwaves say or condone, like yelling fire in a crowded theater or inciting people to violence. Those things will never be tolerated. There's zero tolerance. But in this space that I actually do own, I'm also measured because I want to use my voice to empower people to inspire people, to feed people, to help people grow their lives. And you can't have mixed messages if that's your goal, right? So the challenge always is, yes, you can say anything about anybody, but should you? Should you? I mean, I'm even getting to a place where, you know, I like to do the dozens, as you know, on Fridays, I allow myself the opportunity to get a little ratchet because it, it tickles me. But then I had to ask myself, why does it tickle you? To, to, to make fun of people or to, you know, call people out of, the na- out of their names and things like that. Why does that tickle you? What is it in you that needs fixing that that is something that's entertaining? Wow. I, did, I, I was convicted. My hands were on the bars. I was begging for water because I said to myself, you, you need to grow out of that. And while it may seem corny to people, 
you have to ask yourself, what what are you doing here? I just did a, a podcast yesterday about purpose, right? And I threw some scriptures up there because my heart, you know, told me to. Uh, but I also am like really every day challenging myself to be a better version of myself. And that means some of the things that uh, I find entertaining, I only find entertaining because I've been conditioned to find them entertaining, not because they actually feed my soul. So if they don't feed my soul and you know whether it feeds your soul or not by the fruit that it produces, right, then continuing to do that thing that doesn't feed your soul puts you out of balance with the thing that you say you want to accomplish with yourself, right? So, yes, you can say anything you want to say, but why? And so what's your point? And this is not just about black empowerment because we're being honest. If we're being honest, true black empowerment is already here. It's in you if you're black. All you need to do is step into it and grab it. Take your freedom, right? But encouraging people to be more free and encouraging people to, to buy black, we, we do that all the time. That doesn't take anything away from anybody to say our dollars that right now circulates less than a day, some say six hours in our community should circulate more. I don't think anybody outside of the black community would argue that. So it's, I guess it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So can we say things in a way that's palatable, palatable to us? I don't really care about others. Let's just put others out there because, you know, the reality, if I'm talking to black people about what black people need to do and you're not black, why are you offended? I just watched um, Bishop Swan on Twitter uh, this past weekend get into a fight with people because he said that Jesus was black and people were in their feelings saying that he was re, uh, <laughs> trying to rewrite history. And he said, well, uh, if we look at the map or in the globe and we look at where Israel is and we know that Jesus spent a lot of time in Egypt because it was right next door. Uh, they call that the Middle East, but the Middle East is Africa. You can call it a, a grape and when it's a, a, actually a cherry, but a cherry is a cherry. I don't care what you call it. That's Africa. And if you were born in Africa 2000 years ago, you probably had skin of bronze and hair of wool. Oh, which makes you black. But the truth of the matter is, and this is what's never discussed, is that blackness and whiteness are made up constructs. When Jesus was born 2,000 years ago, they didn't have races. There were Israelites, Hebrews, you know, the Egyptians were here. You had the Romans. People identified with regions, not with color. Color wasn't a factor because guess what? There were Greek people who looked like me and, Greek, and Romans that looked like me. And, and I'm sure Jesus looked more like me. And so what? People worshiped him. He wasn't attractive because the Bible would have said so, like they said David was attractive. So a lot of y'all probably would have trolled him for not being cute. But he was definitely not blonde hair and blue eyed. But that that's a problem is weird to me. That that's offensive is strange to me. So yeah, you can say anything. And I think that what Bishop Swan said was appropriate. So the question is why are you mad, right? And then what's your reaction? And do you call him out of his name because you don't like what he had to say? Now, that's two different things. I can say anything that I want, but I think we do need to have boundaries in terms of, is this, is this helpful, number one? Well, if we are righting wrongs and correcting misinformation and, ch and, and changing history for the better, meaning for the more truthful, then yes, it's right. If it's being done just to hurt people, then it's wrong. Intent is everything. The other thing is, how we say things, and this is, you know, for me, this is a message for me as well. 
um, because I'm t I tend to be very blunt. But as I get more mature um, and as I grow up as a person, I realize that there are better ways for me to say things. And I'm still working on that because my habit is just to blurt out what is in my head. No filter. Boom. So you ask me a question. There you go. Bam. Take that <laughs> and deal with it. That's your problem. Sit that over there. I told you the truth about it. Deal with it. But I realize that we all are coming from different places. And my hard, cold, brutal truth may not sit well with somebody. It may not help that person get to another place. And isn't that the goal? Right? So if somebody has come to you for counsel, um, is the goal to help them get to the place that they, they're, they're looking to seeking to get to? Or is it your goal just to be right? And these are the things that I've been challenged with. And for far too long, my goal was just to be right. And being right was satisfying. Um, but being right is no longer satisfying. Just being right is no longer satisfying. Because the truth of the matter is we're wrong a lot more than we are right. So we need to be okay with being wrong, but more okay with pursuing truth and, and righteousness. And so can you say whatever you want? Yeah. And even in this space that I own 100%, I'm not going to. Because if it's not going to help us get to a place, then I'm, I'm willing to not say some things and wait for people to catch up or wait for people to, to arrive to certain conclusions. I'm willing to couch things in a very Trojan horse-like manner. I'm willing to dog whistle and I'm willing to do a host of other things because we're not all at a place where we can get there. But also, if we are in pursuit of something and if something I say or do stops us dead in our tracks from getting there, like we lose the very platform that we love so much and we no longer have access to those people to get to the places that we need to go? Is, it, is that smart? Yeah, so you said whatever you wanted to say. And it felt good in the moment, but what did it cost you? And is, is that something that you're willing to look in the mirror and say, I eat that. I own that. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And maybe, maybe I sacrificed not just myself, but but these people that, that depended on me to, to give them this good, good news, uh, I also might have put people in jeopardy of losing their livelihoods as a result of my actions. Like, all of that has to come into play when we call ourselves being free human beings, you know. You don't just live in this world by yourself. Um, and everything that we do has a consequence and a reverberative effect on other people. I would like that to be positive. Some of you don't care. So my challenge today with this podcast is for everyone listening to my voice, if you are around people like this, you know, um, my suggestion is to get away from them because <laughs> they will usually drag you down into the abyss with them. But if you are that person who is constantly complaining and looking for the, uh, the, the reason why you aren't where you need to be in your life and, you know, complaining about you, you know, I want to be I want to be free. And this is the, this is the way I'm going to, you know, but but you aren't willing to do certain things. And then ask yourself as you look around, because, again, trees and fruit matter. Right. Is there fruit in your life that lines up with the things that come out of your mouth? So if you are a person that you think you're giving and you're loving and you blah, 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 but you have no friends, people don't show up for you, you don't have any, anything to show for all of the great things that you put out and your big complaint is, I do this for other people and they never do anything for me, you got to check yourself. You have to check yourself because that's a lie because your life will be a, a grand example of all that you put into it. So if all you have are no friends, people that you can trust, you don't have anybody in your life that you can trust, you keep finding yourself in trouble, you keep having drama around you, that's you, that's your fruit. So that means the source, the tree, the roots, and all of that, 
you might need to replant some things or maybe pull the whole thing up and put it in the fire and start from scratch with new seeds. That's just, that's just me. I remember in my 20s, I, I didn't have a whole lot of friends and I, you know, I kept having dramatical things happen to me. <laughs> I mean, for real, like, like real horrible things were happening to me. And it was so, I was so quick to look and say, um, this is just happening to me because I'm black or this is just happening to me because I'm outspoken or this is just happening to me because, you know, people can't get, get with, you know, because I'm different or whatever. No, it was happening to me because I was selfish and in my own headspace and delusional about what it was that I was actually putting out into the world. I was deceitful and I was pretending like I was being one way, but actually it was for ulterior, I had ulterior motives. And so, yeah, my life was a grand example of everything that I put out into the universe. There's no coincidences here. So the freedom is, is one thing. But freedom has a price. And if you want to be truly free, the most free you can be is to be free with yourself in terms of looking in the mirror and being honest about who you are and what you actually put out. Because it will never return void, what you put out into the universe. So uh, if this is you, uh, you know, make some changes, be willing to. It's, it's, it's the courageous thing to do. Sitting in, this, in the same space and expecting a different result is not only insanity, it will also lead you to a path that will will um, n not turn out well for you. And and I will, will say, as you start to make changes, you're going to see a whole lot of upheaval. Things are going to get worse before it gets better. But in, in, in that process, I'm letting you know, things are going to get worse before it gets better. But don't quit because on the turnaround around that curve is something really great if you just stick with it. And, and you're going to have bumps along the way as well because it's not going to be a perfect journey because it rains on everybody. It rains on everybody indiscriminately. But, but because you're grounded in, in the knowledge of what you're here to do and what, what it is that you are trying to accomplish every day, the fruit will, will always grow. So uh, freedom, yes, and even in this space, yeah, there, there's some things I want to say about white people, but then I'm like, why? My focus is on building, building the next Black Wall Street. I really can't focus on on all of the racism and, and the, the the discrimination and the and the and the horrors and the evil and the hatefulness that's out there. I need to focus on building and growing and loving and and and, and insulating ourselves in terms of uh, being impervious to all of that. Right? I need to focus on that. But along the way, I'm going to drop some, some gems on that as well. But so thank you for joining me. And this podcast is brought to you by 100 Coconuts, which is the best coconut water in the world. Uh, but you don't have to believe me. You can go get yourself a case by going to the number 100 coconuts.com. And at checkout, use my code Karen 100 and you get 10% off your case. And then let me know what you think. And also follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter at Karen Hunter with the hashtag podcast on Sunday. You can ask me anything. I'll pick a question or two and I'll answer it till next time. <laughs>